What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Today's episode, we're going to break down some more of the things coming out of training camp. And then finally, finally, we'll be doing our Friday mailback episodes, going into the two voicemails that was left by listeners slash viewers of Chicago Bears Central. We're going to get into that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, the Bears have made a couple of signings and a couple of uh, uh, waived a couple of players. So they signed uh, defensive lineman Trevin Coley and cornerback Devontae Harris, and they've waived uh, Azuya Alfuhai. No, I murdered that one. And and safety John Alexander. Now, um, both of these guys had uh, tried out for the Chicago Bears, I believe, on Thursday. So they ended up making the team. They're among the five players who worked out for the Bears on Thursday. Um, have now both earned a roster spot heading into the second week of training camp. So that's good things there. Uh, Devonta Harris is a former fifth-round pick by the Cincinnati Bengals in 2018. Uh, he's bounced all over the place in the last six seasons. He spent time uh, with the Bengals, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Niners, and the Los Angeles Chargers as well. He's he's appeared in 36 games with nine starts and has registered 59 tackles and four pass breaks up. Um, Harris is more so looked at to be kind of a special teams player, so we'll see how that works out with that one. Cooley, on the other hand, is a former undrafted free agent. He played in Florida Athletic. Um, he has uh, stops with – he's played with the Browns, the Colts, the Cardinals – and the Tennessee Titans in 2021. He's appeared in 44 games, had 31 starts, 100 tackles, 14 tackles for a loss, and 3.5 sacks of that. He did play for coach Matt Eberflus from 2018 to 2021. So another person who comes in can add some depth, is familiar with the way that Eberflus likes to operate, his system, things like that. Neither one of these signings, I, I don't think, projects to really be anything of note, right? It's not going to be anything like to even be challenging for any position battles or anything. It's really just depth pieces, and we'll see if they even wind up making the final 53-man roster. But, you know, shout out to them for coming in for a tryout, beginning able to earn, earn spots there. Like, nothing too major coming out of this. Like I said, I don't really foresee this turning into anything or us hearing their names. They may not even make the final roster. But those, you know, the Bulls maneuvering, uh, we've already talked about Eberflus, he's done some things, some different things with the uh, with the cornerbacks, so bringing in another one. But like I said, Devonta Harris more so is a special teams player primarily. He'll play some snaps probably on the defensive end, but like I said, don't, don't expect it to turn into anything too uh, much there, nothing major there. But let's go ahead and get into the next one now. So St. Brown, EQ, whatever you want to call him, I, I murder the guy's first name all the time. Uh, but, you know, it's been a lot of talk around him, and it really seems like he may be moving into being that second, that wide receiver number two. Um, he offers a really big six five, uh, six foot five uh, receiver. Um, it could be that big, that big wide receiver that we that we need now. Um, Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus have both talked about him. I'm gonna go ahead and play that clip here. He's been great. Uh, he, he's he's a pro, and uh, he's always on it. You know, with the details. Uh, I've spent some time in the receiver room as of late uh, in the position meetings, and he's certainly one of the big leaders in that group, you know, coaching the guys and, and leading that way. And then he does it, he exhibits that on the field too with his play and how, how he hustles and how he executes. You mentioned St. Brown right off the top. Do you find that he is similar to Mooney, that he's just always exactly where you're expecting him to be? Uh, yeah, and I mean, that's also because he's been in this offense for, you know, a number amount of years. So, you know, he really doesn't make mistakes when it comes to, you know, running the plays and stuff like that. So uh, he's definitely always in the right spot and kind of knows where to be on certain plays. So 
he's also he's he's a uh, a weapon in this offense for sure. So as you hear from both of them, like they they both very seem uh, they seem very much um, complimentary of him. He comes in, he knows the system. It seems like he knows exactly what he's uh, there to do. It seems like he's built up. Uh, quite a bit of chemistry already with uh, Darnell Mooney. I'm sorry, we're not with Darnell Mooney, with Justin Fields. And that's been the biggest thing holding in the video I talked about yesterday. I talked about is Byron Pringle falling down the depth chart already? And one of the reasons why I did say that and ask that question is the fact that, you know, we, we heard out of training camp so far that it just seems like him and Justin Fields have not quite found their sync yet with Byron Pringle and Justin Fields. And uh, St. Brown has come in and found that chemistry with him right away. Got, got involved with him, has been that big target that you may want next to Darnell Mooney, who's a smaller wide receiver as well. We already heard positive things about uh, Velius Jones and things like that. So, you know, him coming in 6'5", only 25 years old, still a young uh, wide receiver as well. He was a six-round pick in the 2018 draft. Could the Bears have possibly gotten a steal with him? And could he be, you know, be looked at as a bigger weapon than what we initially thought and maybe even pass up Byron Pringle, who was at least projected most had thought to come in and be that that wide receiver number two for, uh, next to Darnell Mooney seems like St. Brown is passing him up now we did get a video today for those who saw that be released of uh, uh, Byron Pringle and Justin Fields being in sync him catching a pass from uh, Justin Fields nothing too major there but you know maybe that's coming around and that's something that I did say yesterday like it is still training camp. They still have preseason games. They have time to work out their sync. But as it stands right now with everything that we are hearing is that St. Brown is, is coming out of training or coming into training camp. And so far in every practice that they've had is really shining, showing a lot of things. And maybe that second wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Now, how does that change? Does that change at all? My outlook, as I said, I expect Velius Jones to be the wide receiver two by week four. Does that change my predictions on that? No. Not my personal predictions, it doesn't, but it may as things continue to, to change and, and develop and these players develop chemistry, it may very well change my prediction on that. I can't wait to see these guys take the field and I'm glad that the starters are going to be playing uh, a, quite a bit of snaps in that first preseason game because it's it's needed, right? It's it's something that could definitely help this team. Um, and if St. Saint, if Saint Brown does come in and ends up being that big target for the Chicago Bears, it can't do nothing but help this Bears team. And so hopefully, I'm, I'm listen, I'm hoping that whatever happens, no matter how it shakes out, that we have the best players in the best position to help contribute and help Justin Fields as we go into the into the um, into the preseason and coming out of that preseason into the regular season. But let me know down below. Are you shocked that St. Brown has kind of seemingly jumped Byron Pringle and maybe has passed him up on that depth chart and by every stretch of the imagination the things that we're reading so far it seems like he it may be that wide receiver number two when the Bears take the the field in their first preseason game let me know what you guys think about that one down below now something I've been waiting to do for a while is get into your voicemails now we do share the voicemail line with Chicago Bulls Central I think that throws some people off and need to change the voicemail tag on that one but with that being said let's go ahead this first voicemail this one is from Tyrone Hey, this is Tyrone P. out of Memphis, man. Uh, I thought this was the Chicago Bears central line, but I'm going to tell you about what I think about Nikhil Harry. Um, right now, I think Nikhil Harry will probably move into that um, number two slot for us to give us the size to help Justin Fields with issues with accuracy, um, high throws, jump balls, and desperate attempts. Um, Nikhil Harry showed a lot of that with the Patriots. He showed he didn't have top-end speed or burst, but he had ability to block box guys out, um, get jump balls, and make a couple of tough catches across the middle. I think this is a really um, low-risk, high-reward type player, 
and he'll sit as a stopgap to give guys like Valius Jones a little bit more time to develop as a person. I mean, as a player. Once he gets developed, you'll see Valius Jones and Byron Pringle start to move in, and then the kill Harry will come out and be more of a third or fourth guy, um, and maybe even a leadership role coming from a more structured organization. Tyrone P. out. Let's go, Chicago Bears. Bear down. All right, and Tyrone talks about Nikhil Harry. Now, a lot of the things that you said about Nikhil Harry can also be applied to St. Brown. They're both big wide receivers. Um, you know, you say that maybe Nikhil Harry be that wide receiver number two. I'm not, I'm not projecting that. I'm not going to say that to start the season, but he's going to have every chance to succeed. I think they're going to give him every opportunity. So far from what we're hearing from training camp is he has built a chemistry and taken well to the um to the offensive system as well even though he, he was a late addition to the training camp it seems like he's he's progressing pretty well according to what they want to see from him so far now i don't think he's going to end up being that wide receiver too i look at Valius jones i look at saint brown i look at byron pringle they're more so um i think uh chances to be that but you know if Nikhil harry comes in and that was one of the thing me bobby and c dub all talked about Nikhil harry could very well come in and surprise some and end up not maybe not being the wide receiver too, but surprising some and being a weapon for this team and for Justin Fields in this offense. I definitely think that that's a possibility. I'm not ready to say that it's outside of the realm of possibility at all. I definitely think that it could happen and it's up to him to prove it. And so far, but what we've heard, what we've seen, he's coming to training camp ready to prove his doubters wrong. He's coming to training camp ready to earn his spot on this team. He's come in ready to earn his spot in the rotation. So because of that, you know, I don't want to bet. I'm not going to bet against him at all. I, I'm just saying I don't necessarily see that happening, but I'm glad that he's in here. I'm glad that he's part of the Chicago Bears team, and we'll see what it all shakes out to be. We'll see. This next one is from James. James leaves this. Chicago Bears Central, one of the best podcasts that I watch. Hey, guys, this is James. Um, I just wanted to say, man, I, I love the podcast. You guys are the guys that speak the same way that I do when I'm with my friends. This is how I enjoy talking sports. I like to watch a bunch of podcasts, and you guys are by far one of my favorites. So I've been following you guys. So I just have two quick comments. The first comment is on Dan Orlowski, because I'm a human. I'm a third-generation Bears fan. Dan Orlowski, let's not forget, he was the one who decided that uh, or who broke the news that Justin Fields was not a hard worker, causing him to drop down in the rankings. And he ended up going, and we were able to get him, which is a great thing. So, hey, thanks, Dan, for that crap. But it just trips me out that the national media just has forgotten all about that. And then he comes back and says he's going to be the worst quarterback in the entire NFL. So, yeah, let's let's make sure we bring that up a little bit later on down the line. And the second point that I had, well, it's more of a question. This is the first time I'm 50 years old. This is the first time in my lifetime that I feel like the Bears are going to be my Bears, my Chicago Bears, not any leftovers from some bygone era. Like, this is our team. It's, it's the freshest, the newest. This is just mine. This is who I'm rolling with. You know, my dad had the 85 and all those other cats. No, this is our year. This is our team. This is a fresh restart. This is a new new Bears. And it, it just makes me feel real good. I am just want to ask the question. Do you guys agree with that statement, that this is the team that's completely reset, and this is this is our generation Bears. All right. Love the show once again. Thanks for listening. First of all, thank you, James, for sending it in. Thank you for the love of the show. What we wanted this show to be when we started it is just that. We wanted it to be representative of, of just fans, right? How fans talk, um, um, how we talk about football, to just be that place where you can come in and none of that fluff, none of that bullshit, none of that anything. It's just 
real honest fan sports talk and analysis and we try to be fair in the way that we do that so thank you for that now you talk about it and you end this is that this is the first time where it seems it feels like this is going to be your bears team and i say i agree with that right i 100 agree with that I'm, i've been on this planet 35 years i was born in 86 uh to bears for the most part while they did make a super bowl they made some playoff runs they haven't really accomplished very much in my lifetime with the chicago bears and it feels like it just feels different right it it it, it does feel like a I wouldn't say changing of the guard for say, but a complete change in culture. And that culture had slowly, slowly, slowly degraded over the course of the last decade almost. So now that it feels like we've we've wiped the slate clean of that, we've gotten rid of the nagyitis, we're now starting to build this team into something more and build a culture in here that'll start cultivating. Is this the year that the Bears are going to go on a big run in the playoffs? More than likely not, right? But this is the year that's setting the groundwork for that. And this is the year that's going to be building, it's going to be evaluating, it's going to be to see growth from players uh, like uh, uh, like Cole Komet, like uh, Justin Fields, like Khalil Herbert. It's going to be a fun year to see that type of growth, to see this team figure it out, to see how the coaching staff adjusts to certain players. It's just going to be a fun year. You have so many players on prove-it deals as well that it's just going to be fun to see how this team continues to develop. And that's what I'm looking for. That is that is completely what I'm looking for in this team. I'm not necessarily looking for us to come in and 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 shine or come in and like go on this run. Like, you know, some people have picked us to do some some things like win like four games this season. I'm not predicting that at all. I think this team can surprise, win a little bit more than what that what people are expecting. And that's what I hope to come from it. Like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, um, I just, you know, it kind of is what it is at this point. But this does feel like a different bears team it does feel like a different organization let's hope that this like keep in mind when matt Nagy came in there was a lot of positive feelings as well i hope that this continues not just for a year not just for two years but for five years six years a decade i hope that we continue and not to say that i want to be rebuilding that whole time but that we just continue to see the growth in this franchise the growth in everything else as we continue to do that that's what i want to see that's what i want to see and that's what I hope and think that we will see by what we've seen so far, the way that the players have talked about it, the way that everybody's talked about this, um, this new coaching staff, everything, just the energy around it is different. And so I hope that that continues. And I hope that we see, I hope that we continue to see that. And let me know what you, down below. What do you guys think about this Bears team, the new culture that's coming in, everything else, what they're building here, what Poles is building. I know there's some about money. And by the way, pay Roquan Smith. I can't let a show go without saying that, but like, all those things aside, it does feel good to be a Bears fan again, and it feels like we're building something different than what we've had for a long time in this franchise. But that is it. That's it for this uh, episode of Chicago Bears Central Daily, the daily version of the show, holding down for C-Dub and Bobby. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Bears Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a text and or voicemail to be played on this show, you can do so. 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot or aiming to be the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. We love you guys. Bear down. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.